This must be the work of Darth Reunion. Oh, wow. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Dark Reunion and Jesse podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the Ozzy Magus. You can follow me on Instagram at T H E E O Z Z Y M A G U S. Please follow It's Dark underscore Reunion on all social media platforms. And if you like you some toes, follow Mr. Pretty Feet on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm going to let the rest of my hosts take it away. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Go whatever time you decide to listen to us today. My name is MJ, one of your co-hosts, and thank you for tuning in for another episode. Got to have y'all here. Hey, how's it going, listeners? This your boy Ivan. Uh, follow me on IG ITB underscore legendary. What's good? As your co-host and Jesse, you can find me on Instagram under and Jesse LTA LTAs for love them all. Thank you. Glad Thank to be you. Here. Good night. Good morning. Good noon. That's good to know. LTA. All right. That's cool. <laughs> I guess that leaves me. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello, everybody. I am Kyle. If you go to any of our podcasts, you can find any of my previous information. However, the only one that I will re-advertise is our only feet. Please make sure y'all follow my boy. We slaving out them toes today. Yes, sir. Go ahead and support <laughs> Paying bills. Got to. Trying to. We have a wonderful episode for you all today, but before we can get into brass tacks, we copped some motherfucking tickets. Somebody, somebody let the people know what just went on. Man, y'all know I've been on y'all ass for the past month. You know what I'm saying? No, for the past half year to get these damn tickets ever <laughs> since I bought them. Yeah, ever since I bought them. We, Dark Reunion, have finally, finally, finally cop tickets to DreamCon. Hey. Ooh, clap track, clap track. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The members, well, most of the members of Dark Reunion will be attending DreamCon this year. So look forward to that. Plan on, you know, whipping up the cosplay. Y'all get to see us live looking dope as fuck. Well, depending on what we dress up as, we haven't decided yet. But uh, we will also try to conduct interviews and basically have like a whole vlog of all the bullshit we're going to be going through while we're over in Texas. So definitely look forward to that. That was the big summer review, fun times, all that good stuff. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big coons at the con. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll all find waifus. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I got one already. Now, if <laughs> any of y'all who are listening right now are also going to the con, we are excited to see you and look forward to it. But we will also give out a nice disclaimer now. I believe in Dave Chappelle's too close rule, and if I don't fuck with you, you might get hit. So make sure you, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> approach with caution. You're too close, man. Because <laughs> it's, it's not going to be Kyle that hit you. It might be Saitama or whoever the fuck I am in that spirit. To quote a great rapper, boy, you don't know me, so approach slowly. All right, my show, you deaf is your only option. Ooh, Shout geez. out to uh, K1. 
I'm about to say that sounded familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that man don't recognize his own bar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Crazy. y'all. I'm, I'm still recovering from being a slave. This past week, man. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully this next topic can break you out of that. Because I want to know, what do you want to be when it's all said and done? How do you want to carve out your career path? What's your end goal? And how are you going to get there? Oh, yeah. so, Somebody rephrase that for the, so, for the people at, in the back. What What do you want to be when you grow up? Okay, <laughs> pretty so, much. <laughs> so when you say, so I see everybody like just like dancing, like no black is allowed, and like it's gonna be a party. So you gotta bring your party shoes. Okay, You're talking about how I wasn't talking about death. I was not talking about oh. how do you how do you want to go out. All oh, right, yeah, nah. <laughs> Hold uh, on now. No, we <laughs> too far, not, too far. Too far. Back let's, let's back up like 30 years. Okay. Hey, man, I understand. I want y'all dancing like in the Wakanda movie. Fucking <laughs> 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 beat me up on that damn space space spacecraft in the uh coffin. Yep. Man, no, so more, no, more like um now I guess not too distant, but like what's what do you want to do for the rest of your life that you can see yourself doing happily? Um, I guess, uh, you know, I guess in this case, as far as career. Okay. Well, without getting too boring, I would say I want to get into scientific research. I want to work for like a big firm, like a like the CDC, maybe the government. Oh. Okay, so, so break break that down for us, bro. Like, how do you start that, or how are you going to start that? What are the goals to get to that point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, break I'm interested in what 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 made everybody say "ooh" at the sound of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, so I don't know how familiar you are with it, but when COVID was first coming around, they uh they had to literally make like build a vaccine from the ground up. And by doing that, they discovered that they can uh, reproduce something called MR- mRNA genes, and it makes it it attack. It long story short, it's a more helpful vaccine than what we've had before. So I want to do something like that, like discover something or uh, invent something. You know. Mm. You trying to be like Chopper from One Piece? I did not watch One Piece. I'm sorry. It's okay. Years later from now, you will, and you're gonna replay this podcast, and you're gonna understand. I'm trying to be like Sinju from uh, Doctor Stone. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. So if we ever get invaded by rock turning aliens, I got y'all. <laughs> Niggas waking up, rock <laughs> stone down, rock, rock hard. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so like that's your that's your goal. Uh what steps do you want to take to I guess achieve that goal? Like what steps do you have to take? Uh well, I already got uh my bachelor's in biology and I'm going okay. back to school soon, very soon. So I'll get I'll just get more education, more experience under my belt. Okay, that man has goals. That man's already taking the right steps, the proper steps to get into his end goal. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know you had a bachelor's in uh, biology, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that whole that whole motherfucker's a, a scientist. 
Mm-hmm. He used to go by the title of Evil Genius, but he's changed. Yeah. His Evil Evil Genius was not just a title. I'm trying to tell y'all right now. Oh, you was actually okay using the lab cooking. Okay, I oh, see. Yeah. See, matter of fact, no, that makes sense because I remember seeing uh, you had a TikTok or a couple TikToks out where you're like in a like a lab coat with like a hairnet and some gloves. Oh so yeah, was, that, was, oh, that was my that was my first job out of out of uh, out of school. Yeah, I was in the lab. Testing Yo, shit. that's cool as fuck. Yeah, that's dope as fuck, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, this man yeah. was out here doing TikTok dances on the clock, just so y'all know. Company <laughs> 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 time. The best place. <laughs> and they still up. Y'all could go watch him. I've been the great one. <laughs> oh, that's your TikTok handle. Yeah, I've been the great one. Okay, is it the number one or the the word? Yes, yeah, the number one. Yeah, I've been the great one on TikTok. Yeah, check check that out. So that man definitely dancing in a lab coat with the Dexter's <laughs> mom girl on. <phone. laughs> nigga be big ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, my boy be fucking it up though. Bro, Jit be going ham, damn it. <laughs> I think my favorite one is like someone popped a pimple. And then he- <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was, that was my first one. That's your funniest fuck out. That one made me sick. Okay, okay. So, so I, I didn't see that one, but I don't, I don't know if I wanted to. No. But you know what's funny? Uh, in, in the name of content, I guess, um, just to pick up, that's kind of what I wanted to do like when I was young. Like, um, I really wanted to be a YouTuber when I was like nine through 18. And I had started putting out videos and they started picking up traction, but I never had money to do as much as I wanted, right? So now, like, I have a, a YouTube channel. Like, I've made a couple of videos. I've invested in into the stuff, but sometimes it's hard to keep going, you know? So I guess for me, my goal is that I need to re-motivate myself to do this. Because I see people who are like, yeah, I used to be a lawyer and then I quit my job because YouTube makes way more fucking money when you're big. And it does. So it's like, once I can just have a fat stack of money and I can start investing it in places, I don't want to work is what I'm trying to say. I want I want to work to the point where my money will work for me and I don't have to yeah. do anything for anyone ever again. Passive income. Yes. That's... Yes. So, what steps do you need to take to make that happen? I need to give a fuck about my uh, my YouTube channel for real. I need to um, read more up on just investing in general because I do have some stocks that I've left for like a couple of years, but they did not really grow, right? Oh, and they're, they're right. they didn't uh, give dividends either, so I didn't really make any money off of them. But if you mind me asking, what did you invest in and leave your stocks in? And do you know, are you aware of how much the return on the investment was supposed to be, or what the interest rate it was? Like, like, listen, when I when I this when I had started investing, I was just like, I'm gonna throw twenty bucks here, fifty bucks here, X Y Z here, just because. Who? What's the worst that could happen? Like, I did not put any thought into what I invested in. I invested in what I was interested in. I invested in uh, ca- cannabis companies a lot, like, and I think that's what one of my two stocks, literally two is in right now that one might be doing well i'm not sure i'm, I'm about to say with current um the current economy you should be uh expecting <laughs> some kind of increase especially in the marijuana aspect yeah but it's just i want i want to make money doing the stuff that i want to do 
Yes, sir. I guess you know since. Okay, so okay, so passive income definitely, definitely a must. But like, is there any particular like career path you're pursuing? I do like entertainment in general. Like, it's funny that like when we when we met and it, high key MJ, I think I learned that you were into like voice acting and all of that later, way later after I met you. But that's funny to me because that's what I wanted to do too. Like, I wanted to get into like. I don't think I can be an on-screen actor because I think I'm too short for that. But I would love to to just be involved in the entertainment industry in some way. No, nah, man, you see Tom Cruise, bro. I was about to say, nah, he yeah. has Scientology. <laughs> Kevin Hart, he probably hey. has Scientology on his side too. No, hey, bro. What's his name? Robert, Downey, Robert Downey Jr. is five eight. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he be. They say he be wearing the uh the little shoes. Yeah, the little pumps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Iron Man wearing pumps, boy. Quit playing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but it, I, don't ever say yourself short, Sam. Mm-hmm. No That's pun intended. Well, nah. <laughs> and, and then there's also the, you know, uh, motherfuckers, is, I'm 26. And I know there's no age limit that you need. But, like, when it comes to breaking into the industry, I'm not sure. You either need hella connections or you need to have been in it. So I don't. I don't know what steps I could take to do that. What you just gotta go viral on TikTok, bro. That's really. But I've done that. But I've done that. Like, have you have you capitalized off of it? Uh, I'm I have a business creator uh, TikTok account. I just don't know why I can't make money. I think I need 10k followers to start making money from it. Mm. And I am less than 200 followers away. Hey. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. No. But that's it for me. That's that's what I want to do. Okay. Uh I'll go next since you brought it up. Um so like you said earlier about people want to do certain things but then change their mind like halfway through when they realize something else. Um when I was in school, I wanted to be a lawyer. And I even uh I forgot the name of the specific college, but it was a college like uh they had a program specialized for law. That I wanted to attend, but uh, I, like you said, I didn't have any. I didn't have the funds. My family didn't have the funds to get me in there, so I ended up joining the military and everything. And I was kind of lost and didn't know what the next step was afterwards. Even though I had like you know, a, military was like a big cushion, honestly, because uh, you get paid whether you go into work or not. Uh, even though you'll get in trouble if you don't get into work, <laughs> because it is also illegal in certain uh, certain cases. But uh, other than that, you know. They pay for a lot of things like your housing. You had medical uh, on standby that was free, dental, all that other good stuff. Um, so the military for me was like a big cushion. And once I started to get toward my four years, and I was thinking like, huh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm kind of miserable. Uh, I had to think like, what do I want to do when I get out? Like I, I didn't think about it for the first couple of years I was in the military. Cause I, I feel like I had time but I never thought about it the whole time I was in until toward the end. So it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like, oh, what am I going to do in my life when I get out? I don't want to be one of those guys where they convince you to get out. Um, or they, they convince you to stay in because, oh, what are you going to do when you get out? That is, oh, you want to do that? Well, you won't be successful doing that. Uh, you, you should stay in the military. You should get extended, yada, yada, yada. So they'll try their hardest to try and convince you to stay in, even though you don't want to. 
I feel that. Yeah, but I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be one of those guys. So, you know, I, you know, I got out. Um, I made the necessary steps to try and you know capitalize off of my time spent in the military, at least for a foothold, so I can, you know, receive funds and at the same time figure out what the hell I'm gonna do. And I also got um, what was it uh, in the military? I had some friends who were in the military, but also had like side jobs, uh, like doing like bartending or security or stuff like that. So that's how I got into security. That's how I got into security. Um, and that was complete and utter crap because uh, once I got out, that became like my main thing. And it was not paying like that at all. Like criminal, criminal how underpaid I was. Um, so, but also when I got out, because of like my time, not only the, my time in the military, but even in school, even growing up, um, people were, my, my whole main thing was making people laugh. And people would always tell me like, oh, you you have a great laugh for this or a great voice for this, or you should be a comedian, you should be. So all that, like after a while, kind of welled up in my mind. And it actually made me want to be an entertainer. Like in some way, shape, or form, whether it's like acting, voice acting, comedy, uh, stuff along those lines. But me being kind of like, yeah, I was kind of outgoing, and uh, I wasn't socially awkward. I, I kind of, uh, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't really want to do stand-up comedy, so that's not a route I wanted to take. But some form of entertainment, like like I said, voice acting or acting, is what I set my sights on. And that was just from, I guess, feedback from people that were around me and knew who I was. And the fact that I would also, I would love to see my name in the credits on something, you mm. know? So that, that like that kind of like kickstarted for me. So when I got out in the military, um, I did, uh, was it like casting calls? I did casting calls for like commercials or, um, you know, little background characters for like certain shows. And like I told y'all earlier, um, I, for BMF, tried out for BMF, um, like a while back when a friend put me on. You know things like that and it was it's actually like fun so i had to be realistic and you know obviously don't expect to be casted for anything right away because that's just not how it works mm -hmm. but um but yeah so that's and seeing people online like like social media personalities and doing and seeing the things that they're doing to try and get there like their voices out there they're uh you know trying to get their careers in the entertainment business helps motivate me and it's funny uh when going back to what you said also about the things you need to get into that type of stuff like yeah of course like connections is a thing uh but not, you don't necessarily because there are a bunch of actors who didn't go to um i guess like acting acting schools or anything like that some just took acting classes on the side or some and a big factor a big factor surprisingly is right place, right time slash luck. Mm. Isn't preparation needs opportunity. Yep. A friend of mine um, was at the airport one day and he was just minding his business. And I, for, I forget the name of the director, but he, he literally just saw him in an airport and approached him and asked him if he ever thought about acting. And he was like, no. Well, you have the like the perfect look for a character I've been trying to cast for a movie I'm making. 
that's how you landed the role, bro. Like, it's, it's sometimes it's just that easy. So it's just a bunch of different factors that go into that. So you don't necessarily have to attend a two to four year um, acting school, or whatever. Like, you can literally just take there. There are classes, there uh, are seminars, stuff like that to help you to give you the tools that you need to try and be successful in the business. And that's what I've been doing. Like, you know, mostly as of late. I kind of took a what was it? I kind of took a break off that when I realized like I had to put my dreams aside so I can live because my job previously was not paying the bills. So when I did get a good paying job, that's when I was like, okay, I got the money now. So now I should start implementing because like the, the job is cool, but it's not something I would like to spend my whole life doing. You know, because in my line of work, there's there's too many old people in my line of work and it's real depressing. This should definitely be like a young man job. But if I hear like, oh, I've been doing this for 20 plus years, that <laughs> and this is a job like this, it throws me off. I was like, I can't get stuck doing this. It basically took me back to the military. So now, you know, like more than ever, I'm trying to kickstart, you know, I implement my plan into getting into this business so I can live happily, do what I want to do for, for a living and have fun doing it, you know? I like that. Yeah. Yes. Sir. So how how was this BMF interview or audition? How did that go? Uh, so I just so they give you a script, and I remember and I, it's funny because I just talked about this earlier today. So they had a, a script that they give you, and the script gives you like a character description. And I did like so I when I sent it in, they realized I didn't have meet the description of the person because they had it said like young punk on it or some some crap like that, and. You know, I'm thinking, oh, they probably need someone who's like 18 or some crap. And then you look at BMF now and it's like, huh, that's weird. That nigga, that nigga look old as fuck. <laughs> you know, so I mean, but I mean, there's, there's like a whole thing with that anyways. Well, was it like uh, Sam mentioned earlier, like a whole nepotism thing. So I'm not, I wasn't too concerned about that anyways. But um, but yeah, um, just keep in mind if you're, yeah, I know Sam's trying to uh, do entertainment as well. Um, basically, it's not it's not not having your hopes up, but like you know, prepare yourself for rejection mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, it's, you're not gonna land it right away unless you fall into the under the category of like right place, right time. But yeah, just, honestly, just it's the same as any other uh, career you want to pursue. Just keep working at it, and eventually you will succeed. So yeah, man. But uh, but you know, to wrap that all up. And a pretty little bow. I too, <laughs> I too want to be an entertainer. You know, I want to see my name on some kind of screen. You know, mm-hmm. just, you know. So, amen. And people tell me I have a, a, a evil laugh that would make great for a, <laughs> a, a laugh track. So, that's always cool too. If someone wants my laugh on the laugh track, that'd be great. Shit. Let me let oh. me phrase it. Let me phrase it like this. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pull out my inner bad owl, right? The man. <laughs> everything just exists for him to shine on stage type shit this nigga plays sports so he stand out this nigga does entertainment so he stand out you hear this motherfucking mj this audible aestheticness <laughs> come on now appreciate it <laughs> yeah yeah i say go for i could i could hear your voice i could hear your voice on some good anime bro Oh, for real? <laughs> can, you, can you give us a One Piece laugh? 
<laughs> yeah, I give you a fucking one. <laughs> oh, she, she, she. Don't cry like that. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So, and it's funny because one of the games that we had, I have in my rotation, not the rest of y'all, except for shout out to Shakur, Genshin Impact. Um, I saw a video of a streamer. Um, who got a role just off, you know, doing streams and stuff like that. And uh, they, they actually hit her, hit her up for a role in, uh, for Genshin Impact. And she plays uh, Sayu, the little uh, the little ninja girl who's always sleeping. And I was like, bro, was like, that's why I want to do, and you know, no no offense to like Dark Union or anything. Cause you know, I love, I love, I love Dark Union. I love being a part of Dark Union. But as far as like Dark Union goes, I'd love to keep doing this, but up to a certain point, I kind of see Dark Union as not only as like my current um Dark Union is like a spearhead for me. I didn't want to say like a like a stepping stone. It's like a spearhead kind of in, in a way. I want to use use this to help propel me into getting into the industry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we had Dreamcom, there's gonna be another just Kaizen continuous improvement. Oh yeah, that that's that's why I was so adamant on getting us over to DreamCon. Yeah, so we can get our name on like big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all you you really wanna be on this dark reunion train now, cause when we blow, don't act like you knew us, you know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of our, oh we gotta go visit our fans in what was it, Libya or something? Yeah, we do have some fans. Oh yeah, 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 man. We got some in the Philippines, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going straight to the Philippines. <laughs> Passport, <bro. laughs> no. Passport, <bro. laughs> but uh Kyle and Jesse, you know, we trying to figure out what y'all trying to do in life. Shit, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Cool. I don't mind going next because MJ actually touched on uh, a lot of like unlocked memory banks while I was listening to the boy speaking shit. And first off, shout out to all y'all and y'all amazing aspirations and dreams and everything like that. And shout out to anybody with any kind of dream that's willing to pursue anything that they would like to do, not just settling for what you have to do. But to continue on to start out, like I grew up with Slam. We both grew up in the in the nice hot cities of fucking Florida and shit like that. And we. Um, were pretty acquainted with each other long before Dark Union was ever a thing. So I, I know this nigga uh, slapping tonight's fucking funny and has like a, a voice or whatever. And both of us have very animated spirits and shit. Um, when I was growing up, for the most part, especially like at a young age, I was I was already kind of like mature and hyper aware of, and already like actively seeking. Like by the age of seven, like well, what's what's my purpose and shit. Everybody talk about purposes and. Uh, or purpose high, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and, and essentially trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do for the rest of their life. And initially, my goal, and every time anybody would ask me, I would always say that I want to help people or I like to make people smile and feel happy and shit like that. Which I kind of integrated in most of my like system. And honestly, I was one of the goofier, crack a joke and be random as hell just to, just to affect somebody's energy and shit. And honestly, I felt it when you said uh slab earlier how you were always interested in entertaining people or bringing people joy and shit but you didn't necessarily want to be a comedian because like i think that's like the first go-to uh um pipe dream 
like mm-hmm. for people trying to go to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and like if people think, oh, I'm funny, uh, uh, people throw the comedian joke at him, but I'm not interested in being on our stage. I, I have no uh, dreams of standing and talking into a microphone and spitting out random jokes. And hopefully people laugh and appreciate me and maybe I might get rich or maybe I might fall off or whatever the fuck. Like I, I always believed that there were different ways to entertain people. And for the most part, I never saw myself like in the entertainment industry for real. I personally like aspire and still do to be like a video video game designer and to work in the video game industry because like all of all of the things that I've come across and put my hands on have actually crafted and dive, dove into for real. I've actually like designed like two different games on their own, not available for marketing or promo or any kind of launch. However, if you follow my dog, <laughs> only feet, you know what I'm saying? You will get a discount code and a free trial of one hour before I lock it out again. And <laughs> long story short, I personally vision myself, uh, one, I wanted to be somebody who was involved. I actually wanted to work with either Soccer Punch, Insomniac, or uh, VMware. Not VMware. VMware is a shirt that I got for a different kind of thing. But regardless, there were several other popular name fucking game brands that I was interested in working with. And long term, I see myself in San Francisco, California, working at PlayStation's headquarters under their mass team or whatever. But I wanted to be like the people at those E4 game uh, expositions and shit. You get paid to go to random locations, tell people about their games, why they're going to enjoy some shit or to bring people just to compete and, you know, to tap into an industry. You know, basically the the brand ambassadors for the cons and shit would be like, yeah, come down, experience this unicorn portal of a lifetime. But talk about games and shit, shit that I actually like, things I don't have to research because I am just invested in it. I can tell you about these kind of graphics, the people who actually were working on the extra shit, and, you know, X, Y, Z for the most part. So initially, my dream was to be a video game designer. However, I learned that I had different talent pockets and things like that. I didn't have to limit myself. I could also follow in my father's footsteps in business, my mom's footsteps in just, you know, overall life serving because that woman is a fucking magician who does literally everything from home improvement to uh to bibliography <laughs> even you know what i'm saying like it's a shout out to mr brown <laughs> shout out to that one that mf excuse me mom <laughs> <laughs> but honestly as i continue to digest all of these things like i could clearly do anything the most part that i would say that i kept with me is that i also wanted to entertain people but i wanted to bring it to people i felt needed it a lot more like somebody who's going uh, to watch a comedy versus somebody who doesn't know comedy movies exist or people who work in a regular workplace like all the people at my job you know what i'm saying you know shout out to shout out to the to the amazonian folk who work with me you know what i'm saying and i appreciate all the smiles joy and everything that i got to bring to people and the culture i create just from entertaining them in real life not necessarily trying to deliver this essence to them through a screen or whatever resource they have access to i prefer to meet you in person to affect you directly like okay there there are nice people outside in the world talking to him made me feel nice I'm going to bring out good vibes and spread good energy and shit like that. However, all of that is fine and dandy to to spread good energy and shit, but that doesn't get you paid. And unless you're like a therapist or somebody who uh, has identified the routes to pursue in those kind of things, that's literally just a free perk that comes with whatever service you offer. You're just going to be a good person and stuff like that. So realistically speaking, I don't know what kind of profession I would go under that kind of direction i just know that i have interest in these different pockets but ultimately i don't want to work at all 
my dream goal is to be unemployed (laughs) (laughs) unemployed but paid like i was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day they did one of those little uh one of those little paper things that you fold up and you count to a certain number you spell out a certain word and after this much things and what you put into uh into the thing these are all your desires but this is the combination that you was gonna go to i ain't see the vision until i saw the vision shout out to you macy if ever you listen to my shit make sure you listen to my shit because i gave your ass a shout out on that shit motherfucker this nigga <laughs> put me on and the combination that i ended up getting i was married to scissor well her fucking fine ass i had two kids i was living in some kind of apartment or i was in an apartment so i wanted the other either way i had a place to live i had a cadillac from 2010 <laughs> and some other miscellaneous detail and it, it was it wasn't an extravagant life but it was definitely one i was willing to go through <laughs> and i think my occupation at the time was like only fans and shit. make sure you follow my only fans i ain't putting that out make sure you follow the it's after dark score reunion you feel me that that all of that can be found on those pages and shit like that however it was a pretty sweet gig and right now, currently, I am pursuing marriage and sister, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, wifey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I look forward to the day where we, you know what I'm saying? Neat. I be your Luffy. You could be my boy, Handick. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Naruto insiders for those who are paying attention to it and shit. And the One Piece fans and all that extra stuff. You might hear my dog slap hit that next laugh when Luffy finds the actual One Piece in 15 years. Hey, it's going to be four years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. But that's cool though. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know you wanted to go into video game design. Yeah, dog. Like I, that. That was one of the the, the <laughs> one of the things people actually like still expect. At least my family like growing up because like I was thirteen in middle school and I was taking apart playstations and actually fixing them and shit. Like. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I wasn't aware that I had that kind of talent until I actually tried that shit, which which brings me to say, you never know what you might end up doing or what you're capable of until you get put into a spot where you either have to try, where you're uncomfortable and you're forced out of your comfort box and you get exposed or experienced in some kind of situation. And one of mine just happened to unfold for me playing my game every goddamn day, every night, all goddamn, whatever amounts of time I put in whenever I was not either in the street or at school <laughs> or at work. And I was in middle school at the time, so clearly I wasn't working. But I was playing that shit so fucking much that my game, and this was like during the PlayStation versus Xbox era, like in its prime. You couldn't talk to nobody about no kind of games without first somebody asking you, you got a PlayStation or Xbox? Mm -hmm. My response would be, it doesn't really matter unless we could play together. (laughs) That's the only reason why people actually care. However, one of the... um, comments that would come up in the xbox playstation war is y'all shit get red rings of death y'all got these problems while they would say y'all have no game content y'all get no good games don't nobody give a fuck (laughs) and look at y'all xbox cars now you butt motherfuckers anyway god damn it the overall point that i'm trying to get to is my shit fucking broke playstation had like a systematic failure that people call the yellow light of death i pray that nobody goes through it if you still have uh those kinds of issues or whatever but long story short it's basically the playstation equivalent of the red rings and my fucking ass unable to live without my video game lifestyle <laughs> immediately began educating myself putting through my own variation of courses classes time training and practice and homework to study how to take apart my fucking playstation to see what's supposed to be there what's not how to fix it and literally like one week later of not having my playstation i was an engineer <laughs> an IT specialist who took this shit apart cleaned out all the fucking parts the motherboard copy circuit bolt wire whatever the case 
discovered that there was something that had actually faded away, replaced it, <laughs> and reset it up and put it together, like reassembly. My family still talks about this to all my other cousins, how I literally took it apart. And I, I made that. it work again. The P3. That, yeah, that P3, boy, that garbage ass. <laughs> I remember that. P3. <laughs> took that shit apart twice, fixed it twice. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, good. it was. It's one of my most impressive jutsus that I still uh, reminisce on to this day. And that's when every I realized. Time I I by the, every time I went by there, I saw that PlayStation out. <laughs> and every time you saw it out, you saw that bitch on. Unless we was watching TV. Or you had to fix it again. Shit. <laughs> Hell no. Nah, even when I had to fix it, that bitch was on. <laughs> Playing in spirit. Plugged in. Oh <laughs> But for me, I'd say like my end goal is to still be involved in the gaming industry. I'm trying to be the Jesus Christ. I'm still tired. I'm sorry. What's uh, what's um what's the green and white Power Rangers name who just passed? David Frank. Tommy David. Yeah. No, no, I'm no. To be him, no. <laughs> but in the video game industry, mm-hmm. a him, a him. He's him. The same way people used to follow G4. They're going to look up Darker Union and Kyle Brown. They're going to look at my videos of me talk about all the games that they should play and all this extra shit. Yes, sir. Now, watch me play the game and I'm going to get paid to do all this extra shit. Now, I got a question for you, uh, Kyle. How are you going to, like, what what steps can you take to 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 get to what you want? And if First you don't have any, I, I have a couple shit. Shit, I'm sure we all have some information and some resources, but we will definitely be discussing them currently. Starting with the steps that I have taken, number one, I had to build a discipline to not allow myself to only play my game and have no actual aspiration and shit. Any steps that one will actually have to take, the first ones that people do not actually acknowledge is they will have to motivate themselves to start doing anything. Mm. If you're somebody that believes in, I need to make enough money so I can enjoy myself, but I still got to pay all my bills. Your first understanding is you going to go to work to pay your shit, but you're not going to go to work to pay your shit and then start paying. You cut out there, bud? Oh, he, he kind of just dropped out. Yeah, that's, that's the CIA so right I'm... there. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. He was spitting too much truth. Too much truth. Don't free them. So, I'm assuming he'll be back in a bit. But, you know, motivation to, to do anything is really huge. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's my issue right now with my YouTube channel. Like, I... I I don't. Oh, but y'all, y'all see how the government tried to come in for interfere with you? Yes, sir. We heard it. Called it out. You can't be motivating these niggas. Right. So with that being said, I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna be in jail. Still speaking that shit. God damn it. So first and foremost, your ass need to get the fuck up. If you do not have a desire to get the fuck up, or the same way that somebody who wants to get in shape and wants to reap the benefits of having abs and looking like a JoJo character, but you can't find <laughs> the motivation to remain consistent to go to the gym to actually change your lifestyle, you have to start with implementing that kind of system. You can't talk about how you want to pass a class, but can't take the time to study and do all this extra shit. So the steps that I've been taking is actually forcing myself through uncomfortable shit to benefit myself. And I've learned along the way, motivation comes and goes. But you have to find things that can make you motivate yourself. And I've gotten better at connecting reasons to motivate myself. And that has propelled my discipline to allow me to continue to set myself up for further things. Continuing on with the rest of the steps that one would have to take. You have to, after having the interest, 
take that interest a step further to make it a passion to make yourself want to do it in other words if you know you need to go to work you're not just going to work just to go to work so you don't lose your job you're going to work to make yourself successful so you can put that money to get that camera for your only feet so you don't never got to do shit no more is it becomes a i can't afford not to do this kind of thing and for me that was when i was i had just graduated i'm almost certain me and uh, my roommate double m shout out to that boy double m your money you feel me yeah zodiac zenith so we were living together i had just graduated we were both out of school and I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do. I was still working at Sky Zone, I'm pretty sure, making like $8. I got like, I ain't even get promoted. I was, I was working and I got my raise of $9. <laughs> and I was living off of that. And honestly, I felt like I had given up on my shit. I thought I was just about to follow the pipe dream of, I got a business degree, I'm gonna get a business job. We're working at desk, count numbers all day. And I took a free fucking um, class from Harvard University for coding and when I went through their classes and their resource center, it exposed a video game um, development course or whatever the case is. And because of that, I was able to one, get into a, a environment that allowed me to learn how to make video games. And it basically provided information and resources. That really is the amount of success that, that determines what you're gonna do. You won't make no kind of progress in the journey of life if you don't know where to go. Otherwise you'd just be wandering and doing random shit. And for the most part, it's just finding the way. And half of the time, that means like it, you you either have to find a way or or discover one or make it, or you might just happen to find somebody who who knows and may show you the way. Honestly, it's not what you know; it's who you know. But who you know could bring you to what you will learn. So, with that being said, continuing on my long-winded story, I took two different classes: one, how to code, just to learn like you know IT experience, because I wanted to benefit myself to make more money to funnel uh, to fund these dreams. I was able to get into a coding class and a video game uh, editing and designing class to apply the codes that I was learning. And with that, I was able to make two whole games. Games that look like the type of game, well, uh, to, to give my elevator pitch, they were designed for children. I made them for my little cousins and shit so they could experience like some of the stuff that I got to live off of. And I made like some of them fucking computer games that niggas would be quick to pull up on the, on the school computer just to play during lunchtime or something like that. And mm. I even um, had people playing it at fucking T-Mobile, Scott Zone, and even my internship when I told them I, uh, Amazon actually, I uh, made everybody play that game. It was like, yeah, it's actually fun. And <laughs> I feel like if I had actually done something with it, I could have probably been contracted signed somewhere or whatever the case. But for me, it was just to see that I could do it. It wasn't that I actually had interest for those games to go anywhere or whatever. It started out with me wanting to see if I could make the video game myself, if I could actually do it. And then why am I doing this or why am I committing to this project? Because I definitely was was uh, slow, dragging, procrastinating on a lot of the code and didn't feel like doing it half of the time. I was dealing with a Google Chrome laptop <laughs> and experiencing hella barriers. My shit wasn't even compatible. But what kept me going was that I didn't want to give up on my own interests and I wanted to produce a result from my interest that I can actually give to somebody to benefit them. And I was gonna make a game for my cousins and they love the fuck out that shit, be playing it all the time. I still can't break their high score. <laughs> <laughs> and I made the fucking game. I think the CIA is just gonna keep on uh, yeah. sniping <laughs> our boy. Uh, <laughs> so, so story. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse, Jesse, we haven't heard from you, good sir. 
Hey guys, sorry. Um, I'm I'm here, and to mute myself, I was listening. All right, so we we talking about uh what we want to do when we grow up. Yeah, I, shit, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one, okay? It's a tough one because like I've been I've been uh learning a lot through life, so like uh you know reposition on this thought and stuff. So uh. In high school, well, actually, prior to that, I knew I wanted to help people. I knew that was always something I wanted to do, kind of like uh, some of you boys already said. I knew I wanted to help people. Grew up in Boy Scouts. And uh, then in high school, um, kind of had gotten an angle of wanting to write things. Because I had already had a story for a lot of my life that I want to make come real. And ended up taking some game design classes and stuff because I was going into a uh, game design as a specialization but um shout out to the video game classes my apologies for the government still interfering with my keys and shit you know what i'm saying but believe in yourself yes sir so uh ended up going in there and found out that like um coding and all that that's not really for me you know it is a lot Uh, more difficult than people uh come to understand and time consuming yes sir and um so uh coding and all that it's a lot more than uh what i was able to do i definitely like doing artwork definitely liked uh playing around with the storyboard and stuff had a lot of fun trying to make a game and um one moment one moment while we in that brief little window i'm a little curious because i came back uh you know after explaining myself to how i'm not actually benefiting saying i had to tell him i was, I was spreading uh, misogyny <laughs> my dog spoke on how he was uh in the boy scouts and i wanted to give a quick shout out to all the boy scouts and shit because i only am ever exposed to girl scouts and girl scout cookies and most people are not confident enough to share some of the things that they were involved in growing up and stuff like that and i just want to know did niggas sell boy scout cookies was that a thing no nah, we did chocolates bro we did uh world's finest chocolates is what we had to do so uh, girls had Girl Scout cookies. We had world's finest chocolates, which if you're gonna ask, like, what makes it unique? Nothing. <laughs> um, I was not actually about to ask because I, I used to sell the world's finest chocolates when I was a band. <laughs> oh, you mean with the caramel and the? Oh yeah, my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go back. Man, so uh, yeah, um, knew I wanted to help people. Ended up uh, interested in kind of writing. Uh, still in like uh experimenting with art got um a few stories that have lingered made a huge mini series in high school that was kind of a comedy that ended up being a lot like uh beavis and butthead but um i didn't know anything about beavis and butthead because uh like when i was writing like i kind of took a method where i would not um digest a lot of medias like, I basically kind of, like, shut myself off and isolate to help make sure that my ideas were my ideas, you know? Mm. But, uh, and I guess, too, it wasn't just fart jokes and shit. It was, it, like, it, <laughs> it wasn't just that, like, um, so, uh, just to make sure that, like, to differentiate that, like, you know, they weren't just laughing the whole episode. It was like, it was, it was some good stuff, you know? The guys seemed to like it. Ended up losing it. But uh, wasn't one of my main things. It was just kind of something that was fun at the time in high school. But did know I kind of liked writing. Knew I didn't like coding. 
and then ended up kind of uh, interested in politics and, like we said, you know, on that topic of uh, making the world better. And, um, to, uh, to jump a bunch of time and learning and things there, kind of know that, uh, I don't want to work. I want to be happy. I'm okay with working, but I don't want work to be my life. Mm. And um, I'm not someone that's gonna grind harder than uh, you already have to grind to keep a full-time job necessarily. So it's like, you know, trying to figure out how we're gonna do about that, you know? Um, Because ideally, I want to be a part of a sustainable society. I don't think that uh, these car-dependent societies are really the way to go. So I don't know necessarily where we're going from there, but, you know. Um, so trying to figure it out, some of this past year has been more about survival than, like, you know, what you want to do in your future. Sometimes so, that's a necessary step, though. You it gotta, is. You got to be alive, you know. Got to be alive to have a future. So, uh, you don't have to be alive, but you also have to be living as well. Yes, yeah. but Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If if you if you got to survive first before anything, before anything, before self actualization, which is the top of the fucking pyramid, but you got to have your security. If you don't mind, expound on that. What did you call it? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes, which is an actual thing, right? Um, so. Hang on, I'm Google because I don't want to talk out of my ass. I'm gonna have it in front of me. No, but but uh, while you Google it, I just want to say uh, while y'all were saying that, like you have to live in order to have a future. I was recently watching Family Guy, and Lois was talking to Peter, and she uh, she told him, "Man, you have to have hate in order to live too," because she was like, "Once you know that you have a rival to go up against." and you have somebody to outdo like that gives you drive to live i just thought that was so funny because like that's so true it is that's so true i i strive to outdo niggas every day every day bro and that that's what keeps me going (laughs) spite is a powerful motivator it is it is man but at the same time like it's not good but it's not a good one yeah Um, i don't try to take anybody else as a competition as a lot of us our age, uh, we've got, you know, the same people you went to high school with. A lot of us, we're all on many different stages of life. A lot of us out here getting beat up and, you know, jumped by life, sometimes on the daily, sometimes to the month to month. But like, we got some people I know that I see that they're doing well. They found a, a market thanks to the internet that, um, not necessarily OnlyFans, that's not where I'm going with this. Uh, but uh, they found a market on the internet, like drop shipping or whatever, and they're able to make like great money for themselves living in a high rise, you know? And it's like, wow, that's really cool. And then, like, then I got other friends that seem to be, they show that they're doing well and they're trying to get me involved in their pyramid scheme. And it's like, um, no, thank yeah, you. So, so, with that, I want to say, um, kind of there's like a lot of misconception when it comes to things like that. If you're online, and see people you know like quote unquote doing well for themselves don't just assume that because there could be things going on behind the scenes and they're just showcasing the part of their life that 
is good for them it's yeah someone uh, explained it to me like this um, don't don't get fooled by social media because people are literally just showing you their best moments now mm-hmm. if you look at, you if you look see. at if you look that they want you to see and if you look at their best moments that you want like and that's all they show if you get sucked into social media for real you start believing that that's that's just normal for them to be living extra no nah dude nah bro. <laughs> Post the travel. Post how you got to that cool place. Post yeah. What, post what your plane ride looked like. Nah, man. Fuck post, that. Post, post <laughs> your bank account. Post your, your bank account after. <laughs> the trip. That's the biggest flex. Post your bank account after the trip. Your account oh, number and routing number, whore. <laughs> <laughs> like some of that Dreamville money. Let me see it. <laughs> yeah, those not always sunshine and rainbow. So don't. I mean, I like y'all were saying, like trying to, I guess, outdo the next guy as a motivator. Um. You know, you don't, you never know what somebody else is going through, like behind the scenes. So, you know, don't assume like, oh, this guy's life is better than mine. Like, uh, he, he could be uh, being pursued by somebody that you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm all, I, and that's mostly reference to uh, that one, that one show they had on Netflix with Kevin Hart. But that, <laughs> that's, that's it. What, 40 and ticking? No, the one with, uh, when, What's Someone his name? Died. His brother. Wesley Snipes was his brother. Yeah, like oh yeah, the big great rich comedian, and then he 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 lo- he buried a body that he don't want nobody to find out about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. But uh, uh, can I get back to these hierarchy of needs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first one is survival, physiological needs like food, water, sleep, and that's if if you can only attain this, that is kind of where like homeless people are like food water sleep because without that you will die safety now 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 you have shelter you have somewhere to sleep at night like consistently um after you know your basic survival is met then it goes into love and belonging because you start to be by yourself like you need your you need your friends you need friends some people need like love interests etc and once that's once you have that, then you can move on into esteem. Being like, okay, these people like me because I'm a cool person, X, Y, Z, like stuff like that. And then from there it's transcendence, which I guess is just finding your fucking ego or whatever. Purpose. Yeah, Find that, like finding your purpose, knowing that's your purpose and being confident in, in that and yourself. And you're like, shit, I'm being woke. I don't know. <laughs> but not like woke like how we d- define it but like yeah, like yeah straight up like you're you're hip to everything and nothing bothers you so what was this theory called again it's not a theory it's maslow's hierarchy of needs well i mean okay but it's maslow's hierarchy of needs and it's like you need the one beneath to to be able to move on to the other so if you don't have food water or and you don't sleep you probably don't have a place to stay either Mm-hmm. Shit. Sometimes you got that place to stay in, though. None of that shit. Why? I mean, but you have that place to stay. But you, because you're because your focus is on that physiological need, you can't continue to go up the hierarchy. You're, you're yeah. focusing on. It, you know? mm-hmm. That is logical. Yeah. I mean, this is nigga. I learned this shit in class. But yeah, same mm-hmm. man. So, so not to um, get too far off topic, I actually wanted to go back to Jesse. And uh, I guess like, cause I wanted to know specifically, cause I know you mentioned, you said you want to be a writer. Is that still the case for you? 
Yeah, uh, I've got one story that won't die that's been stuck in my head and growing since I was about six. And that one, um, that one I've worked a lot on. And uh, I just have a hard time conceptualizing it in writing form. But uh, I have done a lot of work with that one. So I just um, tried to write it a few times, actually. And I've definitely drawn a lot for it. But uh, other than that, though, I've had a few smaller projects I did, like, trying to write for. Um, nothing that ever ended up, like, you know, seeing, you know, the light where people can really go and look for it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, definitely some things that hopefully could come to fruition one day. Okay. Yeah, because I was just trying to get, like, uh, a basic idea for what the goal you were trying to reach was, since that's, like, you know, the theme of the pod and everything. But that's dope, though. And that, and I it's mean, it's funny because like I'm thinking you know we went around the room and discussed everybody's like dreams and aspirations and everything and I was like yo we should like <laughs> we got uh, we'll make a video game right that uh, Jesse uh, writes and illustrates for and Kyle can design the game and then <laughs> you won't be the voice actor <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be the voice I'll be the voice actor <laughs> and then Ivan can make the drugs to keep us awake while we work <laughs> <laughs> so just to clarify though with the writing i do want to say this um the writing is more of like a mid-step because that story actually wanted it to always be a video game it's just uh very interesting i'm not a triple a developer and you know I'd, i'd have to try my luck to get in that room and even then i'd probably have to write it because like i'm i'm willing to negotiate on a lot of things but i'd say that game is probably uh one that i'm not really willing to negotiate i don't want the uh you know, I want kind of what I visualized as the ending and the arcs to kind of stay what I wanted them to be. I'm not trying to bring it to a AAA developer and have mm, made yeah. and then uh, they fill in the gaps. Right. Now we got a happy ending. That's not the case for that one. So. Okay, okay. Shit, if I let Spite motivate me to, you know, go and learn video game design straight up, I can help with that. Shit, it, it, you don't really need Sprite. You just need the the access to the door. It's a lot easier to to walk somewhere or get to a destination if you know the route to go. It was just a joke. Shit, <laughs> jokes aside, this is the truth. So I I got a question though. So is it anything that Dark Reunion as a whole can be doing to help with these like progressions? You mean, can we invest in each other? Type shit. Maybe not financially, but like yeah, we could grow together. I yeah. think that's uh, part of the concept yeah. with this this pod mm-hmm. too. Not to it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like something like physical, like we could put out because I know it won't be like a whole video game, but we could like make a story or a book or something, story, right? Honestly, I think we uh, the most beneficial thing we can do is just uh, 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 siphon each other and utilize our resources and the knowledge we have. Because for the most part, I think everyone here so far has discussed something of their own aspiration and goal that at some point I am or was interested in. And I'm pretty sure I have most interest in like a lot of the shit y'all do. Cause I too was looking into voice acting at some point. I just didn't exactly know what to do other than going online to Google voice acting and how to be one. <laughs> or with writing this stuff, I used to have a lot of like stuff that I thought would be like a good writing stuff or that I would enjoy reading. But I never was passionate about that kind of stuff or anything like that. However, the point I'm getting to is we all have gone a certain way, at least learned a technique or two or have 
gain some kind of knowledge that benefit us to uh, taking the first steps. And I feel like we all have some knowledge to share and, and can help each other in at least pointing out the direction we all need to go or at least offering a resource or two. That's so really help. And another big thing is I mostly very important is getting yourself out there, mm-hmm. uh, letting people know like what you got going on and someone somewhere is going to find that shit interesting. Yeah. So definitely promote yourself, promote yourself. Yeah. Talk your shit and ask for help. Because if nobody knows what you're trying to do, nobody will help you to what you're trying to do. The same way if you go outside and you be like, oh, I'm lost a bit. And you you ask somebody who's outside, like, do you know how to get to this? And they're going to tell you, yeah, it's turned around down the block. But you trying to do it on your own, you're going to be like Zoro. <laughs> <laughs> Closed mouths don't get fed, so. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, I got something on my mind, too. I just want to bring up real quick because we talked about survival. We talked about Laszlo's uh, hierarchy of needs. A little bit off topic but just kind of uh witnessing kind of like some of the lower levels myself i just want to say for like uh you know to help explain to people that don't know what it's like to be on the lower levels it's it's like um this is definitely one of those things that when you're trying to fight through it and stuff that uh when somebody asks like what you want to do in five years of your life or they're trying to ask like you know why haven't you gotten I don't know why haven't you washed your car like something things like that it's like bitch I'm trying to live mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> like uh, so it's just the the simple version of kind of something I wanted to touch on right there too as we mentioned uh, all of that deepness mm. I appreciate y'all for sharing and opening up about things y'all are, are passionate about and what you actually want to do for real right yeah I learned about y'all a little bit more today so you mm-hmm. know as though with that I mean closing statements well thank you for uh, checking out Dark Reunion getting deep about what we want to do in life hopefully as this podcast grows we'll be talking more about and you know as time progresses we'll be talking more as we're in these pockets that that we aspire to be in like I'll be talking to you all from my hundred thousand youtube sub account and shit like that you know like mm-hmm. it's just motivation is a bitch sometimes mm-hmm. i guess that's my closing thing mm-hmm. so what's what's stopping us from renting out a mansion and just <laughs> living out our dreams bro? i don't want to live with that many men at once I'll be honest <laughs> if, the, if the house if the house got 10 rooms bro you're not even gonna know who's home yeah but no i've actually thought about doing that before honestly but you know also like, rdc shit bro also, like, also I'm like up to up to like maybe like five people i couldn't yeah, what we could do though, like on a like less sharing the whole place thing, like you know, we buy a whole duplex set out and we got our own units and crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say more okay. like instead of us sharing a living space, it's more like a studio with different areas for different things. Let's fucking go off the grid and build a commune. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I was talking to some about this as soon as I understand electrical engineering and I know how to like build my own generators and shit like that. I am going off the grid. Ooh. I feel that. Uh, but as far as closing statements goes, uh, thank y'all listeners for, t- for uh, tuning in and everything. Um, 
Uh, we have a Discord, so you know if y'all got if y'all want to share your dreams, aspirations, future goals uh, with us, Darker Union, then you know feel free to do so. Discord is in the link tree on our Instagram. So, yeah, thank you for tuning in. The CIA got Kyle again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right, but with that being said, y'all have a great rest of your day. All right, and you. Happy New Year to y'all who are turning in. Happy New Year. <laughs> February fucking 26th. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We did it. Oh my. Happy Black History Month. Uh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blackity black. And I'm black. No, it's not. It's this only 48. It's only 48 hours in Black History Month. We have failed our nation. We, 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 we weren't black reunion enough. Oh God! <laughs> we'll just have to make up for it the whole rest of the year for Dark Reunion. He's right. It's Black Reunion and Jesse Month year. <laughs> I love it. Said, black History and Jesse Month year. <laughs> I said Black. This must be the work of Dark Reunion. <laughs>